Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I want to, one thing you said in, in your um, uh, Don't End Up Like Sneeko video, I think wrong true, and I saw it in, did you see Patrick CC's documentary? No. Was um, that the Sneeko going insane one? No. Yeah, yeah. He talked yeah, about uh, like our beef or whatever, and then there was a clip he put in, I remember when I reacted to you, I said like, I'm not your role model, I'm, I'm just an entertainer, I'm just a comedian. And since then, I've reevaluated, and I, I want to like, I want to be, I, I do want to be a role model for people, which you are. Which you are. I think what I what I have. Uh, you just said it. Like I have more of the. I, I could entertain people. I could be loud and like. Wah! But you got the holistic. Like you know, you're more like this is the way. This is how to do it. Adonis Jeffrey, and it's good because like obviously I realized that right away when I started live streaming. Immediately when I started live streaming, I was like, "Where you at?" I didn't really know how to do it that well. And then I I'd ask, just asked my chat like, "What should I react to? What should I react to?" And then bro, Hamza, 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 like fuck, god damn! I was getting pissed off because every single day they would spam it. So finally, when it got time to react to you, I was fed up already. I think that's why it came off like with so much negative energy. But it also opened up um, my eyes. Not trying to be racist, but it opened up my eyes to how much self improvement men need. Men need some guidance right now because of all the other brainwashing that's going on in social media. So there's such a big uh, market for, for people who, who need that, that sort of guidance. And at first I didn't want to be that. I thought it was corny and everything. Cause I felt like I, you know, I'm good on my own. I don't need like uh, self-improvement. I don't, I don't need people to tell me what to do. I can figure that out for myself. I know what to do. Um, but I, I've, a lot of stuff you said, like, you know, I, I've changed about my life. Like I quit weed and everything like that. Um, which inherently probably like have been lingering for a long time, but yeah, I want to incorporate more of that. I want to become more of like a, an all encompassing influence. Well, that's awesome to hear, man. And that's the message that I wanted to push out. And, and we spoke about this, we made videos about each other and everything. And I said that I took your joke, like, you know, it just made me emotional and stuff. And so I took it way too hard. And I think what you said about like my boys and everything, it hurts, but I think we just weren't seeing each other on the same page. I didn't see you as just a lighthearted guy who's just making a joke and he's on live stream. I saw it as like a personal attack and I was just being feminine and emotional and I've learned from that. And I think you just didn't really, at the time, I think as you've streamed, you've kind of automatically, you're, you're gaining, I'm guessing like 95% male po uh, audience. And so you automatically, yeah, you, you start to realize what problems these guys have. They're, they're deeply lonely. They're, they're struggling with mental health, with porn, with with um, with their diets, with everything. And especially, you know, porn's one of the, the jokey ones where it's like, oh, Hamza tells people, like, some guy was in my stream the other day. Oh, Hamza's, like, got some, like, no-touching-pee-pee club or some shit making fun. And, you know, it sounds kind of silly, but it's like, bro, like, the majority, like, 11-year-olds have porn addictions these days, man. Yeah, Honestly, when, when you really think about it, it breaks my fucking heart because you're, um, you're 22 years old, aren't you? 
Um, no, I'm 23. I'm turning 24 in six hours, actually. It's my birthday tonight. Oh, shit. Happy birthday, man. Thanks, I'm glad that you got on band on this day as well. But 23, I'm, I'm guessing you, you got a smartphone and started watching porn at age, like, what, 13, 14, some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, uh, 12 or something like that. I remember, like, no homo. I've never talked about this on stream. I remember, like, I don't know, chat. Tell me if you've done this before. I was at a sleepover with my friends. We were, like, 12, and we all, like, watched porn together. Um, and then like, and then individually we'd go into the closet and jerk off and stuff like that. I remember that was our sleepover. That was the first time I watched porn was like, I was 12. I remember two girls, one cup came out and, um, growing up before soccer practice, like what that was actually, that was the first prawn I saw was two girls, one cup seeing like bitches, like throw up poop and back and forth. And she was about being sick to my stomach for weeks. Um, it's really bad for you. And I think at first, um, in college, like I had a, a problem, like I always had game. I was always able to pick up. And there was sometimes like, I, I probably it would be like, sometimes there was one time I was fucking a bitch. I had to go to the bathroom and watch porn to get hard. And then I went back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, That's a perfect example of how porn desensitizes you. Like how is a, a naked girl in my bed? Not enough stimulation for me. So I'm there like watching uh, Tory black or whatever in the bathroom trying to get hard. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's, it's sad, bro. This shit fucks with your head. It's deeper than that, man. That's just, I don't know what your relationship was with that woman, but imagine you are getting more serious with a girl, but then you've been watching porn for years. You, what I say, I like to bring everything to like the sort of evolutionary psychology that our how our ancestors did, and you know, there's the sort of evolution inside of us. What what it's doing when we watch porn and we jack off? It's like our monkey brain, our entire body thinks, okay, you you are at the height of man. You've just experience like sex and ejaculation and impregnated 50 different women with different hair colors everything fantastic you like you're the man wow okay rest be tired eat some junk food like you're the man you just spread your seed you, you don't need to work hard anymore we have a generation of men who are literally like i don't know if like the semen retention kind of no fab community is a bit cringe and you know they're a bit too serious with this oh like, day 90 i'll start it it is culty i i wouldn't join a community and i think um I think the difference between you and me is like I could foster it more with comedy. Like I'm able to like point out, I think it's a good wake up call uh, for a lot of people. Like, you know, people who join the jaw stretches and stuff like that. It's like, okay, it's a little, all right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, I guess it's good, but it's, I don't need no fap. I could just tell people like prawn is bad. I know that. And it could be that I don't need to join a community of guys and go like jerk off about how we don't jerk off. That's weird. Yeah. You've always done it by yourself. I think that's, um, a pretty big difference at least from me like i needed to see this I, i'm the kind of guy like i needed as as many advantages as possible so i needed to really obsess over this i look up to guys like you it seems like you've had not so much an easier journey i'm sure you've had your struggles but there's a bunch of guys who can kind of realize porn is bad and then start making progress away from it whereas a bunch of guys realize it's bad and then literally still stay addicted for years and they need to like be constantly told okay it's bad it's bad it's bad it's bad they need to wake up and literally obsess over it and whilst that seems so counterintuitive it's I personally needed to do it to, to see any level of progress at all. So who did you look up to? How did you find self-improvement? Oh man, age 20, 21, literally slowly lost all of my friends smoking weed every day and got like closer and closer with a girl, like toxic relationship who she was like a girl I used to hook up with in, in university when we would go to clubs and everything and um, end up living with her. Which, bro, when you're 21, moving, like, full-on signing the apartment contract to move in with a girl, bro. We're, we're together 24-7, smoking weed every day. And I just, I turn into, a, like, just a waste, man. I'm literally just waking up. And I swear to God, I wake up and start smoking all day. That's what and, I, um, I was in the same phase when I was 21. Uh, but it was pandemic, so I think it was kind of like, there's nothing else to do. 
and I was in New York and she was paranoid and she was five years older. So she was kind of, she was kind of leading the relationship. So yeah, just wake up, get high, watch the fucking movie, just wait for the quarantine to be over. And I just mean not taking action and everything like that. I don't say it was her fault though, but yeah, I moved in with her. I did the same thing. Was it that during the pandemic for you? Just before, but it's interesting that both of us have had this experience and Looking at looking at it from like the outside, it's almost like you're living like such an ideal male life. If we just gave like the the objective facts, oh like yeah, we've we've got girlfriends, we're living with them, we're we're smoking weed, we're eating pizza, we're having sex. The majority, I think, ninety percent of guys would have traded places with us. But at least for me, bro, I felt like shit, and I'm I'm guessing you felt the same way. Is lacking purpose, lacking mission, lacking goals and fulfillment, and the work that we're doing here is it makes you a shell of a man. Yeah, I I would say for a long time I talked about having no purpose and being nihilistic and not having a sense of direction. There was like a phase of like two years. Um, and I know like a lot of people missed the main channel videos. I have, I have one coming out on Friday, this big documentary. But anyway, I talked a lot about missing or a sense of purpose or sense of direction. I made this video making fun of astrology girls. And then I talked about how I don't know everything, um, but I'll find my purpose. Eventually I'll talk about it. I made videos about nine, nothing happens for a reason. I made uh, even this video on my second channel called, I don't care about anything. Um, but now I, f I think I found God and I'm not really sure exactly what that is. I don't like the idea of God being a man. I think that it's, it doesn't make sense personally that a God would have a gender, but I, I think God is, God is love. God is everything positive. God is just everything good about the world. And it's, it's a belief. It's a, it's a, it's a greater purpose. It's what happens before and after we die. It's whatever controls things. It's karma. That's what I think God is. And finding that helped ground my sense of purpose and also really try to, you know, I have a lot more attention on my shit. Like when we had the beef, I was getting like a thousand viewers per stream and now it's like, it's 10 X. Um, and so now it's like, okay, not only should I just be, be on here entertaining, but that there's a greater responsibility too, because you can see the, the, where the road that a lot of young men could take, they could follow the wrong people online. They could follow the wrong YouTubers and get clouded in a bunch of bullshit. And so I shouldn't just be on here entertaining. I should try to tell, it's not just um, young men watching. I got everybody, but like for the young men watching, you can help them out. You can really steer them in the right direction. I see you doing that and I admire that. Thank you. Well, I said it to you too in the video I made about you. I said that you've got to understand you're an influence. I don't think you realized it at the time. I think you maybe slightly were underestimating yourself to at least what I and some others were seeing. You had a huge audience and it's even grown further. You're, you're an influencer, not the cringy sort of like, fake lip, lip you know uh what's that lip filler kind of influencer like oh, i buy my product or some shit like a real influencer like a role model for these young men and the message you're sending out now what's interesting is that you said that word responsibility like you feel like you've got a responsibility now and recently you've been talking so much about masculinity and you know feminine men being weak and that's something that both of us are really like thinking and talking about well, the number one way to become more masculine for yourself is to take responsibility of others. And that's what you're doing. And that's why you feel like so purposeful. That's why you probably feel like so much more like right, so much aligned with your mission. You feel almost in a weird way, even though you're probably working long, long hours, longer than you've probably ever done before. You probably feel more free. Yes. Yes, because I'm not chained down by the rules that society's putting up in front of me. I'm, I think it's a, it's a greater purpose. And, and that is the purpose. I think I found it like for a long time. I was like, I don't know what it is. But now that I have found it, it is freedom because that's ultimately what you're supposed to do as a man mm -hmm. is provide and, and spread knowledge and just 
Yeah, all that, all that uh, Adonis stuff. I hate talking about it, bro. I'm not good at talking about it. I want, you're, you're better at that. Like, I, I cringe when I start saying it. I just want to, like, crack jokes and stuff like that. And my natural thing is like, as soon as I start being like, yeah, we just need to be better. And just, yeah, you could do it every day. I'm like, fucking F word. Like, I just wanted, like, shut up. Like, just, it's just, like, just calling it, it's just calling it gay. Like, that's, that's what's, I like, just shut up. It's just, I, I could hear someone else. I imagine myself at, like, a lunch table and then someone else, like, shut up. <laughs> I like it, man. Honestly, I, I loved speaking like this. I, I even found when I was like 15 years old, I was still speaking in the same way when I was speaking about like video games and I was telling my friends, you know, we can do this, we can hype up, like we can we can win against these guys on RuneScape or some shit. And then when I turned like 18, I'm hyping up my friends to go to the gym and now I'm doing it on this like broad spectrum. I've, I've loved speaking like this, man. I've loved like inspiring people. Who, so what type of YouTubers did you find? Like who inspired you to, to get to this point? Honestly, bro, I wanted to destroy the the competition in the self improvement space. You I was have. down. You kind of have, yeah, right? Bro. I think you're kind of the face of it. Yeah, I dethroned all of them. There was, um, I, I I was searching for help, man. I was really searching for help. I was I was struggling. I was writing up, you know, how to fix depression and everything, how to improve yourself, how to stop smoking weed, how to stop procrastinating. Because I was working a job that I hated, customer service, and I wanted to get into entrepreneurship, but I wasn't doing the work. I was just procrastinating, smoking weed, and everything. And so I would watch all like the big YouTubers. You can, I don't want to name and shame them or anything, but like all the big YouTubers, even the smaller ones, couple hundred thousand subscribers, self-improvement, literally any of the guys you can think of, I'd watch them and they'd hype up all these videos and just kind of waste your time and then maybe sell you some expensive ass course, $2,000 and everything. You know, this will change your life and just waste your time. I, I couldn't focus on those videos. They didn't help me. And suddenly I just thought, you know what? Like these guys are making these videos. They've got 300,000 views, 500k likes, 2 million like, 2 million followers. I can dominate all of them. And for the first time in, my, in a long time, I got this sense of like male masculine aggression. Like my, compet my, my competitiveness finally came back. Weed really stopped that out of me. You know, when you've been smoking, it's like you don't really feel competitive. You feel like a little bitch. You feel like really soft and slow and you don't really want to think about that, that sort of like PVP, like man versus, man versus man situation. And this suddenly just, it just sobered me up to the point that when I thought about dominating my space in YouTube, for the first time, like I took action within a couple of days, I moved out from a girlfriend, moved back home, took the L of like moving back home with family, literally trimmed my hair off, full on, just focus on, on grinding. And so through COVID, it was literally the most productive time of my life, waking up at 4.30, 5am every single day, meditating for an hour, sleeping right, eating clean, just everything was on. Cause I was like fully thinking, okay, I'm going to dethrone these guys on YouTube. Do you think that's the right attitude to approach it? Like these are your ops or do you think that people who are people who have the same message should work together? Isn't it, isn't it bigger than you? Because the way yeah. I see it, like, like we, I guess we were like ops for a while. Like it was like, I had the poster up and stuff like that. I was, but I was like, okay, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't be enemies with somebody who's on the same side as me. Like that, this you shouldn't even think of it as enemies, but like the people that I want to make fun of and roast and stuff like that are the feminists, the sore boys, the brainwashed people, the people who are just making people weaker. That's who I should be making fun of. That's who I should consider like the opposite side, not Hamza, who's inspiring people in the same way that I want to inspire people. That's a really like very good point, and it's really wise. And there's an author I like, Simon Sinek, and he's got a book titled The The Infinite Game. And he speaks about this and he says, you should have worthy opponents who you encourage. You kind of like see them and, and get better because of them. And Robert Greene talks about this in The 48 Laws of Power. He says like, use your enemies. And honestly, that's what me and you have done. Like you said on one of your recent videos about me, you said like, 
you talk the sort of criticism I said of you of like smoking weed and you talk that seriously, then you stop the sort of criticism. And you're almost like, you you kind of insinuated like a part of your big drive to like, you know, really succeed in live streaming was somewhat fueled by like the beef we had. And oh, you know, yeah, you had a yeah. sense No, you're saying like your main channel's dying is literally, I'm like, what the fuck? Nah. It kicked, Wait, that, it kicked you into no, drive yeah, and that's no, like, it that's, did. It that's did. really valuable. Yeah, because I needed to prove you wrong. When someone says you're falling off, especially like, like that was like, fuck man, like I can't let it be right. Like imagine if I let you do that video and you're right and then everything falls off and I'm done. That I go out sad. So I'm like, bro, let me turn this shit up. So yeah, the competition is good. Competition is, is good for men need it. But we're told that it's problematic and most people, I think naturally now with uh, social media, people would choose to be like, why would you say that? Instead of just being like, bro, fuck that. Let me turn up. Yeah. And even like as a result, you've been turning up too. You've been sort of, um, yo, but also you were, you were making fun of live streaming before, but now you're live streaming. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take the, the sort of L there, bro. You've, you've inspired me, man. I've seen your, the work that you've put in. I can see this is a serious grind, but I can see that this is kind of like the new, new age of pushing forward a message is, is live streaming and getting people like really hyped up and to push forward this message that you're saying of like, you know, let's stop being weak as men. Let's, let's not listen to these guys who are making us weaker just because it feels a little bit nicer. You've inspired me to do that. What type of weirdos have you encountered? I'm guessing you must, you, you must encounter a lot of like, and I know you're streaming right now, but like, you could be honest, um, like, especially my discord server, like back to, during the height of the beef to be like, they, they would like, I had fucking guys investigate Hamza's uh, discord server. They'd be like, these guys are so weird. Like, oh my God, they're like obsessed. <laughs> Have you had, what's the weirdest interact? And they even wanted to do like a discord battle, like Sneeko's discord versus Hamza's discord. But I was just, I just thought that was a waste of time. But have oh, no, you encountered it, it comes to you. Um, nah, not, not, not that much. I was quite detached the way, to be honest. I was like in Thailand, I was training two, three, four hours a day. I was really, the internet and the Airbnb wasn't great. So there was so much friction to like literally logging on. So I saw like your video about me and obviously I, I joined your live stream that one time and I didn't really see much else, which was quite beneficial because then my head was just focused on other areas. But, um, your question is actually interesting because one of the things I've really been thinking of, which links to a lot of what you've been talking about feminine men is. I keep seeing this weird dynamic, which is so normal. And you've probably seen this. Maybe it's the same in like, you're in New York, aren't you? Or... No, I just moved to Miami. This is my new crib. I moved to Miami, Miami. last week. Oh yeah, it looks different, man. It looks, yeah. it looks nice there, man. Close the fresh just moved, got out of here, got my concealed carry permit, and I'm in, in a, like on a high-rise apartment, getting more security, stuff like that, trying to be able to spread this message before people, people wanted, you know, people wanted me to stop, but yeah. Big move up, man. Respect, bro. But it's this, Oh, bro. Okay. Imagine you're sat in a restaurant with your girl or, and every couple, every single couple, bros, every single couple who walks in, the girl walks in first. And it isn't like, you know, the guy's a gentleman. He's opened the door. The, the girl literally walks in first, speaks to the waiter, orders pretty much for both of them. The boy, the guy, like I was about to say boy, and that really symbolized it. The boy is stood behind her like a good little boy and just kind of like whimpers up like what he wants to order. And then when it's time to pay, he pays. What? What? Who's that? What are you trying to make Just an example of? Every couple that I see is in this like really weird depolarized dynamic where the woman is masculine and leading the relationship and the man is feminine and just kind of like taking a submissive role. I saw you talking on your stream recently about how, um, I don't know if you want me to talk, I mean, you're talking about a stream, so, but like, did that happen? Like you, you recently got snaked? What, what was the story of that? Yeah, so pretty much my best friend, like second best friend, uh, we're like really close, training in the gym five times a week, and you know, really good friends. And he he, he kind of like betrayed. 
Huh? That white dude with the blonde white dude with the glasses? No, no, not Sam. Not not oh, Sam. Okay. It'd never be Sam. With the skin, not not. He's not skinny anymore. He's he's bulking up. But yeah, not Sam. But like a different guy. Um, we were really close and everything, and it, he just got this awkward friendship with my ex because me and him go to the gym and she works there, and um, just their, their friendship just made me fucking uncomfortable. But he's quite like a modern sort of feminine man, so it's like, oh, we're just friends. Like, and I never really called him out, and you know, I should obviously like I should have taken responsibility, sat him down, and said, like, oh no, it makes me uncomfortable. You shouldn't really be close friends with like my ex or anything. But fine. But then I go to Thailand and they get they get closer. They're posting on a Snapchat story like, hee hee, work out with each other. <laughs> It still fucking hurts, bro. Honestly, and like, so me and the friends Wait, I'm with. Ex, so I thought it was your current girl. No, this, this is um the girl I was dating before I went to Thailand. So I broke up with her when I went to Thailand, telling her like, okay, I'm I'm planning. You don't think to she's fair game after that? She one hundred percent. She's allowed to do what whatever she wants. She's a free woman. But your best friend should not pursue any woman that you've had interactions with. In my opinion, that's that's fair. Yeah, you think, you think so? Like and she's I, bro. I, she's allowed. She even like. Her pursuing him, it would somewhat, you know, make me uncomfortable. But it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, fine. But like, your friend should have loyalty to you forever. And so, how did you find out? What did they end up doing? They they were just on Snapchat, or they they were actually rumping? I don't know, bro. I never, I never even wanted to. Like, I kind of like somewhat spoke about it, and he's like, he has a girlfriend and everything. And he's he's a he's a godly man, and so. I don't believe they would have like done anything sexual or anything like you know he wouldn't have cheated on his girl and they wouldn't have like had like casual sex or anything but just their their friendship made me uncomfortable but then when i came back the, the dynamics all different and one time he's just ignoring me and stuff and i came back and we had like a good time you know for a couple of weeks he's ignoring me and stuff and then just suddenly he sends me like a massive paragraph like oh well i've never agreed with your w views on women and uh, w men aren't superior to women and they're like yeah, i'm like yeah, what, yeah. what the fuck is this coming from yeah I and my other friend told me that he put on instagram about andrew tate saying like, oh this misogynist should be cancelled and anyone with these i'm like what the fuck me and him have had so many conversations and like we spoke about you know female promiscuity and everything and like he's just you know he's he's heard something from some girl or maybe from my ex or something you know been there oh andrew tate's a misogynist and he's just suddenly just started believing it and then he, he blamed it on me because i'm i've somewhat talked about andrew tate i gave him the book the way of the superior man which is literally just a book on masculinity yeah, no, everybody recommends really that book. man he read that book title didn't even read the rest of the book and then sent me a message angry message about men aren't superior to women <laughs> he's gone he's lost Took no and that, this is like you know oh, it's a, just a bad display of characters just being a little bitch or something fine but speaking about me to my ex telling her details oh yeah, yeah he's sleeping with this girl he's sleeping with oh, just that as nah, soon as he yeah, snake, snake, snake. i looked at him and i was like wait did you like that's fully like violating our, our brotherhood that we had and he took no he looked at me in disgust and went oh but it's it's your fault because you introduced us to each other six months ago okay yeah just a snake bro you got you cut him off right yeah, block them up everything, bro. Okay, good. You talk a lot about um, feminine nature, and so you you would say that's acting feminine, right? Yeah. I'm curious to how people talk about that me about me a lot. They say like he's too emotional to be like advocating for masculinity. How much emotion can you show without being called feminine? Because but when I do it on stream, I think like bro, like what do you want me to you don't want me to show emotion isn't that what's entertaining if i'm like here yelling and spazzing and crying and like falling off my chair and stuff like that that's that's a show what like i don't understand why people consider that or i want to hear your take on acting emotional as a man no that's a really good question and i, I totally agree with i've thought about this over the last few days as well you have a business benefit 
and even a, a practical purpose benefit to be emotional because the more emotional you are right now the more viral your content will get so it's actually like in a weird way it's actually more masculine for you to be emotional right now because it fulfills it. your purpose yeah because one you make money but also you, you fulfill your purpose and yeah. know, everything compounds so it's actually more purposeful for you to do that because this is just the the skill of live streaming let's say we're not talking about me and you we're talking about like an average guy how much emotion should he show he should first understand that he's gonna feel these emotions Feeling the emotion inside of you is not the problem and you can't ever run away from that. And Andrew Tate speaks about this. Like you're supposed to feel this kind of feeling almost as if it's a thermostat. So, you know, a lot of guys feel depressed and they kind of don't really do anything about it. They hold their hands up, oh, I'm depressed, but they don't realize like your feeling is literally just a thermostat to tell you, okay, whatever you've been doing recently has led you to feel like this. If you don't feel amazing, then you need to change what, you, what, what you're what you doing. The fact that you, for example, you, you drastically changed your life up in the last few months. I called you out on things like smoking weed and stuff and it would have made you feel a little bit like negative. Like if you felt it's absolutely it's fine with it. It's a choice for a man. I think like women get emotional and then they kind of just like act based on whatever that emotion is. They don't really have control over it for them. It's harder to control it. They can't control it but they're like Meh, and then they need to get over it you made me emotional with that video but it's like i could choose to be sad about it or i can be angry and this shit made me angry and i'm like let me turn up more let me prove you wrong so but it, people will not call that feminine even though that's basically acting an emotion angry is an emotion i that's why i don't get the. i hear that from you a lot i don't get the comparison in the my comment section is like he needs to be more stoic like why are you watching me to, to watch someone just be this the whole time like Quiet? I don't. I don't get it. I. I, I still don't understand. Yeah, it, it's tricky because because you're you're not in a normal circumstance right now. When people watch you, they kind of assume, okay, well, this is you know how we should be acting twenty four seven. But it makes sense for you to be more emotional and more loud on camera. Rather, if you're stoic on camera, it's kind of like boring. If like you know me and you were beefing right now, and I was just sat here just unemotional about it. It wouldn't sell. It, what would sell more, you know, what yeah. get would get more is me and you both shouting and swearing and stuff, because that that's gonna get more views. So it's it's worth us to be more emotional and to to show that and actually feel that here and to really show it and even cry on stream and everything and just be totally like in your emotions here because that's what people are gonna click on. But in the real world, you will feel these emotions, but allowing your actions to be dictated by emotions is way more of a feminine trait and this is why i end every single video of mine by saying do the hard work especially when you don't feel like it the majority of guys feel don't feel like for example going to the gym and then they don't do it so they had this emotion this feeling of like oh well i don't want to go to the gym so they don't go they don't realize that like you can simply just ignore those emotions so i think that the way to explain it because we're in this like weird modern day where you can be emotional and it's still masculine i think the way that every man who's listening to this can take this for their advantage is simply just ask yourself is showing these emotions right now going to be advantageous for me the modern world and all these like soy boys that you're criticizing will tell you that Showing those emotions to your girlfriend, to this, this, to these people who will literally view you negatively because of those emotions is a good thing because you're more of a real man, bro. Fuck that. Like, it sounds toxic masculinity or some shit, bro. You should not be showing weak emotions to people who would use them against you. And yeah. the issue is, even as much as a girl loves you, like she can't help but view you as less masculine and she That's can't help bitch. but lose respect for you when yeah when you when you're acting like a little bitch like a pussy when you're showing loads of emotions and you're like not being disciplined and stoic she can't help but lose respect for you she wants you as a rock especially if she is more on of a feminine woman if she's like way more depolarized and she's way more masculine and stuff then maybe she'll respect you in a certain sense and she'll look at you as if you're her little boy but if you want the best in my opinion the best dynamic of a, of a woman you want to always act as as if the dynamic is you are the father, she is the daughter. The father can cry. Do you know, imagine 
the wife dies. The father can cry in front of the daughter. He can cry at certain times, but he w shouldn't be crying with this underlying yeah, assumption that raise a bitch. His problems. You 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 want to raise a bitch? Honestly, that that I think that's the correct dynamic. The masculine is, is the leader. I think training her, but not raising her, because then like, I don't want to be a bitch's daddy. Why not? Because then you got to put up with, then, like, you see a, a girl, like, in a Toys R Us with her dad. I want the toy! And she's jumping up and down. And like, no, blah, blah. I want her to be able to act on her own, too. I, I want an independent woman. I want to be your daddy when it's time to get a daddy, but not, like, bro, like, not in the store, not in the restaurant, not when we're out in public. I'd rather have a, no, I, I disagree with that. Chat, WL on that take, would you, would you, you view it, like, right now, you view a relationship as, like, a father-daughter thing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what, what happens when she acts that? like a child? How do you discipline her when she acts like a child? To be honest, it's not even happened yet, so it's hard for me to say in this this relationship that I'm in right now. If it did happen, I think this the same way that you'd respond to a child who's acting really emotional. You'd 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 understand that they are quite an emotional being, and that we have to almost take a step back from our sort of rational masculine logic and think, well, you know, the answer's right there. Just just do the X to to fix your problem. Whereas a child and a feminine woman almost need to be emotional at certain times and they need to essentially you just need to change their emotions you don't need to change their mind most men confuse this so a girl's really upset about something you know oh you didn't do that you didn't do this you were supposed to call me at 6 p.m but you, you didn't do this most guys will try and change her mind through logic because they'll incorrectly assume that she has like a masculine brain so they'll say to her like oh no yeah. but you know like here's here's a rational i see what you're saying i see what you're saying it's masculine guidance but you wording it like that just makes me feel like this is weird but if the chat was like 50 50 but I, I see the point you're making. But then if you if you go with that philosophy, then you got to put up with her when she's acting like a kid. And I just don't tolerate that shit. Well, there's there's the second dynamic. So this is there's this kind of two dynamics you can have in a relationship, right? So it can be the father daughter dynamic or what you're seeing way more often now, especially in the West, is the mother son dynamic. Generally, you're, this is really the dynamic that you'll always see is the father daughter where the man is leading and the woman is submissive and she's kind of like she's so totally receptive to his leadership and his guidance that she cares so much about what he says what he does that she to totally trusts him or the opposite of that is that she is the mother role and you are the son and i'm not looking at your chat right now but like if the boys want to spam whichever one they they'd rather have would you rather have you as acting more of the father the leader the guider and she's more of the daughter that you're like almost not so much looking after because of course she's still an adult but that's more of the dynamic is no, I, see what you're saying. I, th I think they could all, I, I agree with you too like nobody you, you need to lead the relationship you definitely do i saw um andrew tate gave you a shout out in the last uh did you see that in the last rumble stream um yeah i saw that I was gonna play it after, but uh, he sent me a message from Tristan's phone. I, I was I was gonna play it later, but like they, these usually people get excited about that. Can, oh, let me put this on. Can I play it now? Yeah, Would you care? Yeah. I heard it before, but I'm curious. I, I think it'd be interesting to play. Bro, it's Andrew. You are now. Uh, it's a polarizing situation. It looks like you're on the side of the resistance. So uh, this is going to be a pivotal moment in history when we break big tech. You're on the Nebuchadnezzar with us, broadcasting pirate signals into the Matrix. They ain't going to stop us, G. Fuck them. Just go on YouTube. Be careful with that. I think Tristan already told me your plan. Get people onto Rumble. 
once your Rumble platform's up, I'll make sure that we help you as much as we can to blow it up. We already have half a million subs on Rumble. We only had 700,000 on YouTube. We're going to be, we're going to surpass it within three weeks. So, uh, this goes down in history as the men who stood up against Big Tech and won. If I'm Morpheus, you can be Neo. That was a pretty cool shot. I saw it late. Um, I like that. If, if I'm Morpheus, you could be Neo. But I don't know about like grown men role-playing movie characters. It's, it, it, the analogy's good, but it's like, okay, at, this, at what point, like, I'm James Bond and you're Batman. And like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I like to bring my self-esteem down a little bit. And I also don't want people to think um, like that I'm trying to put up an alpha male image. But yeah, that was cool that you got that shout out too on the stream. I didn't, I didn't expect him to to be that like deep into the internet. I thought that they were like, I'm just on a yacht. I'm just traveling around. But it shows that uh, I think real recognize real. I think Andrew Tate's a real person. I'm wondering what your take on it is. Because at first, when you made that reaction video to me, you were like, um, what did you say? Oh, you, you're just like a streamer now who reacts to Andrew Tate videos. But I'm not really sure like what your, what your take on his message and that stuff is. Because right now, what, what's going to happen, um, the feminists who are watching right now, they saw the transition from the father-daughter talk to, to the Andrew Tate message, and they're going to be like, look at these tater tots, toxic men, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but what's your, what's your overall uh, take on Andrew Tate? I haven't seen you talk besides... Yeah, I haven't really seen your, your take on it. Yeah, I've, I've stayed mostly silent because I was... Um, I think out of self-preservation and also even when he was popping off and you know, there was so much controversy, me and my team, we kind of decided, okay, let's not associate ourselves with him. And so I just kind of let that slide oh your camera's on i just kind of like you know let that slide and stuff but um when i saw his final message and i think the, the thing that really um popped this out for me was that issue with my best friend and you know he was he posted about andrew tate and stuff that really just ignited something into me and i was like you know what it's like time for me to actually talk about this i stayed silent about andrew tate and even a lot about you as well and this sort of like alpha male red pill space that's been growing online because i wanted to like differentiate myself from this community and I just, I've stayed silent for so long and I just wanted to openly say like, I've supported these men in my own mind, in my own space with my close friends from the start and seeing Andrew Tate blow up. It's like I've, the impact he's had on on my best friend, Sam, the guy, you know, the, the white guy you said who I was with in Thailand, seeing the impact he's had on him has been phenomenal. He's, he's helped him turn into a man. He's like ingrained, very powerful mindsets into him to become more disciplined, to become more masculine. And I can't help but respect a man who's helped my best friend do that. Yeah, so well, why were you trying to distance yourself from red pill? Isn't it very similar to self-improvement? Yeah, because when it was blowing up online, it, you know, when Fresh and Fit first started in like, I think 2020, 2021, um, I was somewhat posting red pill content, but then I wanted to like not be one of the stereotypical alpha males that were blowing up at the time because they were receiving so much backlash. And so I almost like corrected course and went into more of the, the wholesome self-improvement headspace. Hey? To not get canceled? That, that was never a fear of mine, to be honest. It, it was more so just not to get like negative comments. I, I was very, very sensitive towards like, you know, people would uh, reply to my, like I'd make a video about modern women and promiscuity and everything. And some people would, you know, just comment mis misogynist or some shit. And I would like really painfully hurt me. It would really like scare me because people in my real life were finding it. Girls I'd, I'd be dating or sleeping with would find it. Oh my God, you're a misogynist. You said like women shouldn't sleep around. And do you know what I mean? So um, there was like a personal sort of backlash from that. And like, it was never so much the, the fear of getting canceled that I've always, you know, somewhat kept that in mind, but it was way more just literally, I was just, quite sensitive towards any kind of negative comments that came from this space because you're behavior, so poor. Right? 
Yeah, totally. Wow, I can't believe you agreed with that. And so now you don't care anymore. If people are haters or they're going to say shit like that, you just dodge it? I'd love to say I don't care. There's still a part of me that 100% still cares and still feels it and stuff. I've not gotten to that level where, you know, there's so much negativity that you don't even um, care. If anything, honestly, a big part of the reason why I wanted to live stream I've seen with you is like when you're so polarizing on your live streams, you're just so used to getting people who disagree with you. And I think it really strengthens you as a person. Yeah. Like you handle conflicts so fucking well that I, like, I admire it. It's like someone disagrees with your point and you don't really take it personally. You argue against that point. Whereas like generally for me, I've stayed, you know, so safe in this like little bubble of like my own protected space and everything that if someone disagrees with me, like it hurts me personally. I'm like, okay, well, fuck that guy. He, he's clearly got to be a bad guy then. I see you guys who are on live streams debating each other so respectfully and like you're talking about the issue at hand instead of personal issues. And I think being open to this level of like negativity and criticism with your viewpoints, I think it's really strengthened you. Yeah, a lot and of people are not guys. capable of doing that. A lot of people are surprised that like I, I have regular debates and conversations. Even my, he's like, I would say he's my friend now, Destiny. He's a liberal, like uh, took all the shots and everything like that. A big Biden supporter. Um, I'm not sure your take about all that stuff, but we have disagreements about pretty much everything when it comes to who runs the world and our philosophy on life and who's in charge, stuff like that. But we're able to get along because he's the only liberal woke person that could actually have a conversation without getting triggered. The rest of them are just fucking pussies, bro. Like uh, Ethan Decline, Lasanabi, or Hasanabi if you don't know what I'm talking about, and uh, H3H3 L303 Productions. They, they, they'll react to my stuff and they, they don't, they're not even capable of reacting to the whole video. They'll react to like 10 seconds where they know they could have talking points about it because I can debunk their points so well and they don't even want to confront that. A lot of social media now, people get so triggered just by a disagreement that they're surprised that I could even be friends with somebody like Destiny because of like, how do you even, because you vote, I voted for Trump, you voted for Biden, stuff like that. Even you, when we were beefing, I had a feeling like, All right, I'd probably be friends with this guy in the future because like a lot of like my friends back in school, it's like, you, you could probably relate to this. Some of your closest friends, like you got in a big fight, beat each other up. And then eventually like you get mutual respect. All right. Like you took a beating and then you're like, okay, we don't need to like do this alpha male shit anymore. Like you're cool. You're cool. Fine. Fuck it. I had the feeling that that would happen. And even like the beef with you helped me. It was in season one of my streaming. I stream in seasons. Like I take breaks that helped me go forward with a lot of the other um, drama and like, bro, every single day, there's another person trying to cancel me. every single day. And you kind of said all the talking points from day one. You said all that shit. And now it's like every time, and my chat is like, who's, who, who've been watching for a while, like, it's, it's really predictable at this point. You know what I'm saying? They, they got nothing else besides, it's like, okay, say that, okay, smoking weed. I went, I did a couple swap at a sex party and I, you know, I didn't like it. That's it. And so at this point, that's why I'm able to stick to my points and not get emotional. And I need to get better at not doing the personal attacks. But that's why I'm able to stay stoic when it comes to terms of that compared to like, I think a lot of people would not be able to handle it. A lot of people in my personal life, like, I don't know how the fuck you deal with that. Like, um, I know that you, uh, I don't know if you're Muslim or not. No, no. But I, I had this clip go viral of me. I was getting sturdy to the Quran, made a mistake. I didn't know. And I, I was like making fun of the Muslim prayer. Like, um, like I, I was reacting to people acting like in haram behavior. They're like LGBTQ people, feminist people. And so in response, I thought it'd be funny to do like the Muslim prayer, like every time that they would, but I, that was a lot of people took that like with a lot of disrespect. And that was from season one. Recently, like since the TikTok blew up, they clipped it up and they made it look like I hate Islamic people. Bro, they were calling my phone, like sending threats and stuff like that. And it's just like people commend me because I don't think, I think all the people watching this, 9,000 people watching this, there's no fucking way you would still be pushing 
after like the shit that every single day a new hater by a new feminist a new clout chaser a new religion i disrespected a self-improvement youtuber a di like bro this it's just wow all day long and it's because i go head on with this which makes it entertaining like i ain't gonna lie like it makes it an entertaining stream but i don't think like the all the people watching you would not you got to give me that at least i can fucking handle it I think a lot of people will go with, and it's, it takes a lot of like meditation and stuff like that too. I know you talk a lot about meditation and like, bro, I had to like, uh, the, uh, the other day I was in the ocean, just like, like doing, I don't know, like, you know, those scenes in movies where like the, the main character has like a fucking like swim moment where they swim away all the pain. I was doing that. And I was like thinking about like, uh, like, like God, I'm, gr I'm fine. Like <laughs> just like swimming through the ocean and letting it all like wash off of me. And I think without that, if I wasn't able to ground myself and, Bro, like the, the amount of like, whew, whew. but it's good though. It makes for an entertaining stream. What's go what goes on in your personal life? Let's say there's beef going on right now between me and you, or, or some of these guys you're like arguing with, and they just made a video about you. Oh, you know, Sneakos, this and this and this. Boom, you've watched it in your personal life. You're gonna stream in a couple of hours. You're in the shower. You're making your bed. You're eating something. Are you like literally sat there like arguing with that guy in your mind, overthinking about it? I'm getting better at it, but sometimes like even like the the ones who are clearly cloud chasing, it's just like, bro, like of course, of course. And then I'm like, don't you don't even need to like put energy on this. You don't need to fuck it. I watch the video. It's fucking where the fuck is he talking about? Shut up. You don't know what? Liar, Griff and I'm like fuck, I don't care. I don't even because I know the more energy I commit to that, that's what they want. They want to get into your head, they want to get into a stream, they want me to talk about them. So the best thing is to just be like, okay, I know why you're saying this. I know what you really want. It's fine. <sighs> Take a deep breath. You all sound exactly the same. Another Sneeko's insane video. Another Sneeko's losing his mind video. Another one, he's a liar. Another one, he's just copying Andrew Tate. Another, it's just like, okay. Bob and weave, slip, slip, fine. But yeah, no, there's even like sometimes like, bro, the, the biggest mistake I'll make, and I know you, this happens to you too probably, um, like sometimes I'll check social media too early in the morning or like the, some of the alternative websites like um, sometimes Discord, Reddit, um, I, I, I searched my name on Twitter right now because I don't have Twitter and just seeing the fucking stuff is just like the cesspool of like rah, rah, rah. I'm like whoa bro it's like 8am why did I digest that early in the morning why am I in the trenches of the internet of the lowest level people just like with fucking frog profile pictures anime profile pictures the American Psycho oh, the anime profile pictures why am I engaging with these people at 8am because like this happened this morning like I woke up and my girl like was getting ready for work and stuff like that she's like sitting on the balcony like Lala, like maybe a cup of coffee and everything like it should, should be a great morning should be but then I go on my phone and then I'm reading like and, I'm like, oh, oh, and then my heart's pounding and so you need to get better at that but I like the fact that you, you said it, it does strengthen you and does give you a sense of mental toughness hearing all of that. Like the way that bullying makes you stronger when you're a kid can make you improve because you don't want to get made fun of anymore. Hearing those comments and hearing everybody say the same shit, it's like, okay, what, like what else, what's going to trigger me now? What, what are you going to say that I haven't heard? I love that mindset. You're almost just seeing this, what, 99% of people would be scared off and you know taking a big distance back from you're seeing it as an opportunity to grow but do you not feel like this is deteriorating your mental health at times well it's the same thing in the gym like what deteriorates your muscles what destroys your muscles end up it's making you stronger so like the more like the more stuff that i get over and that other people like don't get over it, I, i'm getting stronger
I'm getting mentally stronger. So for, yeah, it can't eat away at your mental health. And I'll be like, fuck. But then, you know, you get better. You get better. So I, th I, th I think it's the same thing as the gym. Like you need to tear down your muscles to make them stronger. Same thing with, your, with the insults. I think it makes you funnier too. Like the, the more I don't care about it, the stuff people say, I just, the more you don't give a fuck, the more entertaining you can be. That's something I really want to learn. You know, I'm still stuck in the, the initial stage, which is like the majority of negative comments or criticism is like very significant for me because I, you know, I've tried to stay in my own safe space. I've not been reacting to them. And if I see one, I don't give it any attention. And so now if I'm on live and someone's saying something which is not totally like Id idiotic, but, you know, somewhat true enough, true enough that it like it hurts more than just yeah. a big blanket insult that that still impacts me quite negatively. That still makes me overthink about myself. Yeah, did you get an L spam on your stream yet? Nah, not yet. Oh, not that, that I know of. That first one's gonna hurt. That first one's gonna hurt. You're not gonna know how to handle it. Um, I had one, I was reacting to like stupid Gen Z people answering questions in, in Times Square, like just people interviewing bots. And it was like, uh, how many presidents are there? Or no, who was the 69th president? I'm like, I don't know, who's the 69th president? I, was it Trump? I Googled it up. Bro, there's 48, there was like 48 presidents. And so the whole chat, bot, 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 L, 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 fuck. And like, how do I get out of this? And so the way to get out of that is to embrace it. You got to embrace the L. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. So I went down to the floor. I did 69 push-ups because I thought it was 69. And I'm, I'm yelling, fuck you, chat. Fuck you, chat. And then like right now, they're giving me an L spam right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> even in some of the debate streams, like when I've taken, when I've lost some of the debates, like that guy, um, yeah, some, some of them are professional debaters. Like I'm, I'm not as good at it. They, when they spam L, uh, it's, it's just like, how do I, like, they, they're calling me stupid, stuff like that. You got to find the pocket. You can't get triggered off of it. You just need to own it. You need to accept it. And it does make you, I think it makes you more self-aware too. Being a streamer will make you some of the most self-aware you could possibly be. But right now, I just encourage my whole chat spamming L. <laughs> you said this, I think, in your, like, response to me that, I forgot what it was like you were responding to something i said where like oh i'm not used to being on live or whatever and i messed up and you said oh yeah well that's because you haven't like, really trained this and this is like the next level you had really like so much respect for the guys who were hopping on live stream and that's honestly when you first implanted the thought of like oh shit like maybe i should actually consider this because this is you're fortifying your mind and your emotions at such a great level here like people don't even realize you know right now they just see you on camera you're just speaking and stuff but they don't realize like you're dealing with this 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 huge number of people who are who are very critical who are very like you know they've got fucked up attention spans it's almost like chat is not just this is something i, I found interesting before you might relate to this chat of like a live stream chat twitch chat it almost doesn't feel like a group of people it's almost like just an entity by itself which is incredibly autistic and has like a very low attention span oh, yeah. and you know it's suddenly like it's spamming something emotionally and then there's like a random like random side thought that some random guys just like spammed four messages of the same thing and it's just you're almost dealing with this this weird obsessive low attention span entity who's observing everything you do and you've got to make him happy every two seconds otherwise you start getting l's <laughs> boring 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 skip 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 yeah it's 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 great though it's a, it's a good mental challenge and I'm, I'm getting better at it. and it's i think it's the future and i think i think even tv shows are starting to start to panic like the fact that speed for example can just be fucking playing just dance like shaking his belly and stuff like that and get 100,000 viewers. It's like, bro, this dude's competing with Nickelodeon. And also, this is the only way for us, if, if you master the skill, it's the only way you can compete with people shoving 100,000 Orbeez in their asshole and donating 17 islands to a uh, retarded, you know, whatever kid.
that's the only way to compete is if you if you can you know pump out 10 videos doing a live stream but um you also it stuck in my head a lot you saying uh your main channel is literally dying and since then like I've, I've taken it hasn't died like since the blow up of tiktok and everything too it's grown but i haven't taken a back seat with that i'm wondering when you started watching my main channel a while ago um <laughs> it was uh, probably when you turned 20 you made that video 20 years old 21 years old oh, wow. probably around that time yeah got at least a couple of years yeah do you have any advice for my main channel? What do you think I should do going forward? Because I'm, I'm really like in this zone right now with the streaming, but I don't want that to die off. And that's really my bread and butter. I don't want to forget that. You know, I actually thought about this, man. I, I think you'd be experiencing like a major sunk cost fallacy right now. Like you like you said, it's your bread and butter. You've really leveled that up. It's so good. You don't want to let it go. But streaming is where you like you are you have been made and also sculpted yourself to be a streamer you're you're fantastic on streaming you made fantastic videos too but like if i could give you advice from the outside looking in it's like you found the real thing that you should focus on and the roi of doing those videos seems very very low compared to the roi of sitting down and getting into a flow state and you know like hyping up and everything as you do on live stream it's like you're growing faster you're probably making more money from your stream than you are from your your main channel your main channel videos i assume take weeks per one compared to a live stream video 20 years old took a month to make bro that first video was a month and it has maybe a million views something like that something that i you know it's just it's not comparable like but if that's if you're only looking at the money and the and the clout, which is not why I got into this in the first place. I was like trying to be like a deep artist for a long time. So I, I, you can't forget about that. But it, it is kind of like eye opening. And I think I, I tapped into streaming when I made this video, How to View Women. And then Lasanabi reacted to it. And he had 40,000 live viewers. He was calling me incel. This guy's like, dude, like, dude, like literally an incel. And I'm like, what? This is making more money just complaining about my video that I took a month to make. And so it's hard to... But you ultimately want to get to the point where you could just be a, a successful artist and you could just do whatever you want. Do you do you consider yourself an artist or do you consider yourself a guru or a mentor? A leader. What about you? I got into this for for art. That's why I, I don't I don't want people to call me an alpha male, and I want to be able to be a role model for people, but. No, I, I, I don't want to ever be like, I'm an example. For, I, I want to I talk shit, man. That, that's more important to me than being a leader. I think we're two sides of, this, of a similar coin. I mean, either way, with, with a face of, you know, big channels, big audiences, and especially with the new moves you've taken, like you've become so much more purposeful that, that we are both essentially role models and leaders of some sort. And I've just found like, you know, there was a, a long time before I felt comfortable and, you know, it sounds kind of cringe. Oh, I'm a leader. I'm a cult leader. It sounds, sounds so cringe. It sounds so forced. But if you've experienced like some of the experiences I've had where guys are walking up to you with tears in their eyes saying, oh, you yeah, your like, meetups look crazy, bro. You like you, you definitely yeah. can see the, the inspiration you've had on people. Yeah, that's why like I just, you know, I, I, it was almost a level of arrogance. Where I was like, you know what, like, bro, I am a leader. I am a leader. I've, I've saved lives. I've maybe tens, hundreds of guys would have done something if not for me and thousands have significantly improved their lives because of me because i've led the way because i did this by myself like i said no other youtuber really helped me there was no coach no program no nothing i did every single step by myself just figuring it all out and then i just come onto camera and just fully just spill my every detail out you know i literally like you said this actually as a criticism you said to, of me you said like, oh you know he's he's um he kind of like hides he doesn't really speak about the truth about his life or something no, and, and I, I was like i, I, I realize you have yeah
I didn't know. Yeah. That, that was like, that actually didn't hurt at all because I was like, no, 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 like he's objectively wrong because I actually think I'm one of like one of the very few YouTubers who's been 100% honest and authentic on my channel that like I've spoke about the the deepest, darkest secrets that I've ever had so that someone watching can actually relate to me and walk through my story with me so that they can actually come out at the other side just like I did. I told people just every detail, every gory detail, every traumatic, abusive detail, every like detail about my old habits and how I would do them. I'd, I've walked people through very relatable stories and that's that's why I think I am a leader. Do you, do you think you're an arrogant person? Yeah. Yeah, me too, probably. I think you need to I be, think I think yeah. you need to have yeah. a level of self-involvement past most people in order to put your face on a camera every single day. Yeah, and if it wasn't, socially viewed as a negative trait if for example we just didn't know people's perception of arrogance if it was positive or negative we'd just be like yeah 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 of course i am of course i am yeah yeah, yeah. 100 when you think about what arrogance is it's like yeah like a, a high level of, of self-assurance well that's that sounds good to me it's just that that high level of self-assurance almost offends people who don't really have it and they're like oh, well he he's got to be a bad person because he's really sure of himself yo chat saying do 20 push-ups or you want to do 20 push-ups right now yeah fuck it let's do it bro let me get outside you want to stretch first? <laughs> <Go on there. laughs> I'm doing this shit outside, bro. You're in a car? Where are you right now? You just want to get better Wi-Fi? Yeah, no, we're literally just um, outside of the Airbnb. Ready, bro? All right. Chad, who has better form? Oh shit, he's not done. Chat, do it with us. Don't just watch this shit. Do it. Ooh. That was 20? <laughs> I stopped counting, bro. <laughs> okay, everyone's okay, you got better form. Fuck it. That chat's Jackie, you got better form. Alright, that's why I'm yeah, the, the ha -ha comedian clown. Adonis. <laughs> Alright, Adonis, man. Yeah, it was good to have you on, bro. Uh, you want to get on stream again? Yeah, I'd love to, bro. Thank you for having me on for today. Alright, man. I'll talk to you. Stupid! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.